This is an out loud recording of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash reddit readers or click the link in the description below. Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people get expert revenge on those who have wronged them. Today's post, the Karen that breeds minion Karens. This all happened around Christmas and New Year's, but I just found this sub and am obsessed with it now, so I have to give my story. My grandparents immigrated to Canada from Italy in the 70s and opened up a restaurant. When they passed away, the restaurant went to my parents. Over the decades, they grew and expanded it. I have been working at the restaurant since I was 15. Over time, my parents got older and eventually retired, becoming snowbirds, went to Florida for the winters. They left the restaurant to me about a few years ago, but still retaining a small percent ownership as an additional revenue stream along with their savings and annuities. Soon as I gained control, I pretty much modernized the old place, remodeled the restaurant, changed the logo, reached out to the local and national papers to put out ads, invited food critics, bloggers, vloggers, etc. It was very slow at first, and I began to worry that the loan I took out to do all this was the biggest mistake I had ever done, and I ruined three generations of my family's business, but eventually it began to work, and a local semi-famous YouTube featured us in one of his videos, and that was the catalyst for more people to come and review, and eventually we were seeing five to ten times the business we usually get, even on a Monday. We became a hot spot for major events, and it wasn't uncommon for a celebrity to come. On those nights, I even arranged for special, high-profile chefs to visit and cook for our guests. Costs a fortune. So, during the holidays, we were beyond packed. It got to the point where people would have had to make reservations in July to get a table in December. This process took years to get where we are now. When it gets busy, I don't just sit in the back office, I'm on the floor doing whatever needs to be done. Even if that means I greet people, bussing tables, or even mopping the floors. Other nights when we have high-profile guests or events, I'm in a blazer and am acting in charge, though. On one night, a group of six women walk in. Five of them look like they are still in their early 20s, and the head of the group looked like she was in her mid-20s. Best theory, she was one of the other four girls' older sister, or possibly an older sorority sister, to incoming college freshmen, maybe. I was greeting at the door. As they were walking up, Queen Bee Karen was telling the baby Karens how this place is awesome, food is amazing, and there might even be celebrities here. When she came up to me, she told me she needed a table for six. I replied, of course, can I please get the name on the reservation? She looked at me and said, oh, I didn't make one, but it's okay. The owner is a personal friend of mine. He said he always has one or two tables that he keeps open for special guests and said we can have one of those tonight. Now, generally, this is true of many high-profile restaurants, and lately I have been doing that as well. But I had no clue who this woman was, and she definitely never spoke to me about any of this. I did get she was trying to get in without a reservation, but she literally picked the worst person she could possibly talk to and try this. I told her, I am sorry, but we cannot seat anyone without a reservation. As you can see, we do not have any seats available. 
I didn't want to go all out and say I'm the owner and we've never spoke before so I never promised you a thing because I didn't want to embarrass her in front of the other girls she was with. At first. She then went on and said out loud to one of the other girls to take a picture of me. She will speak to the owner and make sure I'm either cleaning the toilet or fired by the end of the week. The other girls following her lead were like, yeah, kiss your minimum wage job goodbye. I'm not sure if they were in on it with her or they honestly thought she knew the owner. Queen B. Karen then went on and said, Look, you can just give us a table or I can make life very difficult for you. This is not worth losing your job. Constantly pointing, just trying to put me down, saying things like, Obviously you aren't anyone here because if you were, you would know who I am and never even try to tell me anything other than yes or of course. Constantly trying to belittle me and get that table. At this point, it was a long day for me, and the way I saw it, I had three options. One, tell her I'm the owner and just call her out on all of this. Two, just give her the table and let it be. Or three, teach Queen Bee Karen and her little minions a lesson. I chose option three for various reasons, including some personality flaws I am aware that I have, but I like to think it was at least 50% really wanting to teach her a lesson. I smiled at her, said, of course, ma'am, follow me, please, and I gave her one of the three tables we keep open in case a celebrity comes. It happens time to time. I told her I apologize for everything, and she is right. It would be simpler to just give her the table. I also told her that the first three rounds of drinks will be complimentary. I sat them down and personally served them. As they were sitting down, I told them, we do need your credit cards and IDs just to keep on file and we will give it back to you before you leave. Queen Karen gave me her cards and told the baby Karen minions that tonight was on her. I took their orders and got them their free drinks and told them due to how busy we are tonight, there might be a delay on the food. All the girls were thinking of and cared about were their three free rounds. They ordered their three rounds and still no food. They eventually called me and asked me to check on it, the whole time giving me the world's most nasty attitude since even before they ordered. I told them I will check on it, but also asked if they would like any more drinks. They ordered two more rounds by the time the appetizers arrived. At this point, they are all drunk, having done nothing but drink on an empty stomach most of the night and only having had salads after. As more food arrives, more drinks are ordered. What these girls never realized was they are at our VIP table, which alone costs a few thousand just to sit in, but I didn't charge them for that. What I did charge them for was all the super expensive cocktails they had throughout the whole night, except for the first three rounds. In addition, the table they were sitting in, as mentioned, was VIP, so the menus were a bit different. For one, they don't say prices on them, trade secret. And in addition to that, they have certain higher-end menu options such as white truffles, black caviar dishes, and specially imported West Coast oysters, among other things. At one point in the night, I was honestly rethinking what I was doing and thought I might be going too far with these poor girls, like they might not know any better. But some things reassured me throughout the night. Such as one of the baby Karens asking me if I felt like my life was worthless since all I ever became was a waiter. Also, one of my other employees told me how they were discussing how to, quote, F with me to the point that they can just do this whenever they want and I will know to always give them a table. I also overheard them say, 
He's cute, but I would never date a waiter like that. He is such a pushover. There were a bunch of comments like that the whole night. So I kept on with their life lesson. By the end of the night, each girl racked up a bill in the range of $500 to $600 per girl. When I handed Queen Karen the bill of $4,232.23, with tax and tip included, of course, I have never seen anyone sober up so quickly. She went from laughing and giggling with her friends to nearly in tears. She called me over instantly and asked if this was some kind of joke. I took the bill, looked it over, and said, Oh, yes, I, I apologize. I will get you the correct bill in a moment. Again, she felt a complete sense of relief, thinking she got someone else's bill, called me a freaking idiot, and went on to talking to her friends. To be fair, I did make a mistake. I did forget to count her eighth order of a dozen oysters that cost about $120 per order. So I gladly just went back and added it to the order. When I went back to give her the correct bill, she flipped out again, going crazy. I just asked if there's something on this bill that she didn't order. She and the girls in shock go over every single line of the bill, including the first few lines that show their original three rounds, which say complimentary. They then took out their phones and line by line went over everything for the 100th time, adding everything up. Extremely rattled Queen Bee Karen simply said, one second, I need to use the washroom. Part of me thought that she might just pull a dine and dash and leave the baby Karens with the bill. But, kind of low-key, I did in a way remind her we had her ID and credit card. Without making it obvious, I thought she was going to run out on the bill. Ten minutes later, she comes back with new makeup, obviously she had been crying, and makes up a whole story on how the food was awful, the drinks were bad, and so on. Demanding that as bare minimum I should cut the bill in half with the agreement the baby Karens will chip in even though she had originally told them the night would be on her. Then, as if a light bulb went off in her head, she again mentioned her relationship with the owner, as if it were to give me additional incentive to cut the bill in half. Holding back a grin at this point, I told her no, just no, I can't change the bill. She whips out her phone and shows me a series of texts with someone called my restaurant's name owner, which pretty much I realized what she was doing in the bathroom just probably changed one of the other Karen Minion's contact name and deleted previous texts to start this new script. I read them, then clicked on contact info and told her, that's not the owner's cell number. Her reply was, he has multiple phones for business and stuff, of course you don't know all his numbers. I remember, wow, this girl thought of everything except I'm the actual owner. I told her, how about this? How about if we call him and he says that it's okay to take 50% off the bill, then I'll do it. Her reply was yelling and screaming so much that the few remaining customers all began to start looking and I knew, okay, time to end this. I told her already in a less accommodating voice, cut the crap, little girl. You don't know the owner, you have never been here before, and if you keep yelling, I will call the police. Her demeanor changed, and she was trying to defend herself the best she could. My reply to her weak comebacks was, My grandparents founded this restaurant. My family has been running this place for generations. I have worked here almost my entire life. I am the one and only owner of this restaurant, and I have never once seen you, heard of you, 
and I definitely never made a stranger I don't know and have never met before tonight any promises. The mini Karens were just frozen and didn't even know how to react. Queen Bee Karen was in tears. I said, now I gave you the table you wanted, one of your specially reserved tables for high-end clients, which I didn't charge you for, and I gave you three rounds of free drinks. If you don't pay your bill, I will call the cops and hand them your ID. In tears, Queen Karen signed the bill, and the mini Karens took out their purses to give her whatever cash they had, which equaled to maybe a couple of hundred, with the promise to pay her back more. Two days later, a man walks into my restaurant fuming and asks one of my bartenders to speak to me. I was in the back office for a bit working, so he waited a good half hour for me. He was Queen Bee Karen's father. She was with him too, keeping her head down. I took them both to my office, showed him highlights of the security cameras, which were especially good quality of audio because they were in the VIP, which we had to keep good records of because we have had other unrelated incidents before. So I showed him most of it, their comments, their orders, their everything. When all was said and done, he stormed out with her and was screaming at her the whole time they were walking away. Haven't seen or heard from either of them since, but the original bill I gave them, the one that didn't count the $120 oysters, is framed on my desk. Side note, I didn't lose as much overhead on the table in three rounds as you might think. The table was originally supposed to be empty, so I didn't lose anything since I didn't expect to gain anything to begin with. And the overhead for the food and other drinks more than covered the loss on the three free first rounds. I thought about posting this on Nuclear Revenge, but I read some of the stories there and I think making this girl pay a few thousand and give her a life lesson doesn't qualify. Some of the revenge there is life-ending revenge stories and losses in the tens or hundreds of thousands. So that's it for the post, guys. I gotta say, as someone who's worked in the restaurant industry, if you haven't had that experience, it's tough sometimes to really relay how entitled and how crazy people can be when it comes to wanting a table in a restaurant. I mean, I just think it's a combination of, um, you know, being made to wait when you're hungry and wanting to impress people. And then like society just sort of teaches us, like especially in American culture, that waitstaff are beneath you. I don't know. There's this whole confluence of factors and people, the worst in people sometimes will come out in restaurants. And uh, it, for me, it was really satisfying to read this post. I, I don't know why. It also cracks me up. The little blurb at the end that the guy had about uh, wanting to post it in Nuclear Revenge, but following the Reddit etiquette. I don't know why, but that just makes me laugh a little bit. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this post. As always, if you like this post or have a reaction to it, leave a like or a comment down in the discussion below. That always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.